Here's a thought I'll title, Your Photographic Checklist. I know a number of birders. These are people who are all fascinated about birding and seeing birds and spending time out in nature looking for birds. And there are clubs, the Audubon, etc., who promote this kind of hobby, which sounds like it's probably a lot of fun. And universally, what I find birders do is they have a checklist, and every time they see a bird, they'll make a note of it, and they'll check it off. I've seen this bird, and I saw it on this date at this location, and over the years, having lots and lots of people doing this, the authorities who track bird movement and all that kind of stuff can gather lots of interesting data. So I suppose it's lots and lots of fun. Curiously enough, however, I also know a number of photographers who keep a similar sort of checklist. That is to say, they define the success of their photographic career as accumulating these trophy shots, is what I've often called them, that show the progress of their growing collection of compulsories. These are images that we all need to have that show and demonstrate beyond any shadow of a doubt that we're a good photographer. Now, I have to admit, I have mixed emotions about this idea, because I think in one sense, it could be really good to have a checklist of all the places that you want to go and all the photographs that you want to capture, because it can provide a motivation to go out into the world and do exploration, etc. It can set the bar for a sense of accomplishment, and I basically believe in goals. I think goals are a fine thing. So photographic checklists, in that sense, make sense to me. And if you're someone who uses a photographic checklist so that you can make sure you have your pictures of lions in Africa, the red hills of Namibia, penguins in Antarctica, Yosemite, Bhutan, the Day of the Dead, etc., etc., etc. If you keep that list, well, I guess good for you. The thing that makes me worried about this kind of thing is that they can easily become a checklist of cliches. That is to say, you want to photograph something because someone else has photographed it, and you really like their photograph, and so you'd like to have one like theirs. And I've had many a conversation with a photographer who confesses that the reason they go out and want to make their own photographs that are similar to a successful photograph by some other photographer is because uh, that way they can have the picture without having to pay uh, extraordinary amounts of money for a piece of artwork to hang on the wall. When they buy the artwork from somebody else, they're collecting someone else's product, but what they're really interested in is the experience. And so the motivation for their checklist is more personal experience than it is anything else. And and I can't argue with that, except for one bit of that logic that bothers me, and that is, as artists, if you perceive yourself as a photographic artist— is it really an accomplishment of merit that you've made a photograph that looks similar or copies or is such a close cousin of someone else's photograph that it's more or less indistinguishable? Where are you in that equation as an artist? Where, where do you put yourself into the process unless it's finding your own subjects, creating your own experiences, having your own insights? 
And because I ultimately think that the reason for engaging in the art life is for the personal process and personal growth and the sense of self-discovery and learning about ourselves, all of that stuff, as well as connecting with the world, as well as gathering some tangible photographs that are a measure of our success, or at least a diary of our creative life. In short, because I believe that the real reason for being an artist is for the experience of being an artist. I worry that trying to catalog your successes in a checklist of images that replicate in one way or another someone else's experience is a step removed from the purpose of being an artist. Maybe the checklist ought not to be subjects that you want to have photographed, but ideas or emotions or experiences that you want to share. And all of those should come from within you as your response to the world, rather than as image trophies which you've been able to gather, but don't necessarily come from within you. Of course, the great challenge of all of this is no one other than you can determine why you've made a photograph. But it's not an uncommon experience that I've had when reviewing people's portfolios when I ask them, why did you make this picture? Why did you go to Antarctica? Why did you do this? The answer often comes back, because I wanted to photograph penguins. And when I press further and say, why did you want to photograph penguins? The answer almost always comes back, because I've seen so many other photographers who have done penguins, and I love them so much that I wanted to do some for myself. That may be a fun thing, to go to an exotic place like Antarctica, but making those kinds of images, I'm not really sure that touches the essence of being a personally expressive artist. Copyright 2023, Lenswork Publishing.